just start with the one and make sure that you can cover yourself in terms of, because you're going to, this is going to be a lift, a longer lift than most online entrepreneurs are used to. Yes. Right. And that's okay. Cause it's totally worth it. Um, and remember that the strength of your relationships is going to determine the success of the event. Welcome to the high impact sales podcast. I'm Natalie Jill. And I'm Sinclair Keneally, and we cannot wait to help you make a huge, unforgettable impact in the world. This podcast is for you if you are a growth mindset-oriented founder or business owner. Who has a strong message that the world needs to know. Each week, we answer your top questions as visionary business owners and entrepreneurs. How to actually sell what you have to offer with high integrity, high authenticity, and lots of love. Let's dive right in. Welcome back to High Impact Selling, Sinclair and Natalie Jill here. And today we're going to talk about how to build your email list without social media, without social media. This is a very important topic. I know I built my list primarily on social media and Sinclair built hers completely without social media. So who better to talk about that than you, Sinclair? Uh, let's go. What yeah. did you do? How did you build it? How'd you even start? Well, I'll take it even further. So how to build your list and a huge list bump without social media, but also without complex funnels. Ooh, that's and even better. <laughs> ads. Yeah. Which is important because you, especially you entrepreneurs, founders, you, as you start and you're shifting and you're thinking, I need a new list in this area. This is key for you. Yeah. And you know, the punchline really is summits. And uh, I think that people who have been in the space for a while, um, I'm going to hear, like, I can almost like see the, a few eye rolls, like, oh, summits are so over. Well, you may have heard about summits years ago and they may have felt new back then, but they are absolutely working today. And okay. it's how I built my list. So let's start with why do people not like them? Why do people have that eye roll or go, I don't want to learn? What is that? I think it's the same eye roll people give about high ticket selling or masterclasses, actually. Any, any structure that doesn't feel new and shiny you're going to get some people going, well, I haven't figured out how to make that work myself. Therefore I'm going to dismiss it. So, mm, you know? okay. So what do you, you've been doing your whole business when your whole business is like this, you built your entire gut health business through this method. So how, how did you start? What was the process? Uh, what do we need to know? Well, you know, there's, there's a lot of logistics to go into summit. So let's just start with whether or not it's right for you and what the actual value is to you. So it, the easiest way in my mind to establish yourself as the go-to expert for your niche is to create the party and invite everybody to it and be the host at the party. You know, I love that. So it's a way to build relationships and partnerships. Like a lot of my partnerships came out of my first summits, you know, and, and it creates this reciprocity. Like I'm going to bring you in. I'm going to feature you as an expert on my stage. Mm -hmm. I'm going to shepherd you through that as the summit host, I'm going to make you look good. And there's a built-in like human desire for reciprocity, like, Oh, and while I'm here, let me take care of you. And, you know, also affirm what an expert you are on. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> so it's, it, there's definitely an art to asserting yourself as the expert in these interviews. So you're not just sitting there like, Oh, tell me more about how great you are. It's they need your audience needs to see you delivering value also in every single little interview. You can't check out of that piece, but it is absolutely the way to bring in cold traffic and have them fall in love with you in just three days. Oh, okay. So that I, you know, you're the one that convinced me pretty much to do them. Um, cause I never, I'm, I know I, you did not want to do it. Yeah, I did not. I was actually, I was that person that was against it. So yeah. Let's talk about like, what, what are some ways, um, like, so you, you said it's a way to have your stage and have a party and invite people to your party and be a feature. 
what are some like you you must know this and you want to consider this and like definitely don't go here okay so please for the love of god don't give your summit a title that is not practical <laughs> don't call it like the the happy goddess you know oh boy day of rest or something okay please don't do that. Um, and please don't just give it the title of your field of expertise and assume that that is enough. Just like any other offer, a summit must solve a problem and it needs to stand on its own as an educational experience that is worth purchase and okay. that can last for years. So I always prep my speakers with my list of expectations lovingly sent ahead of time. I'm so excited. Blah, blah, blah. Sinclair's really looking forward to interviewing you. Here are her expectations. And, uh, you know, you want to build, uh, you and what type of expectations do you put in there? Um, that you will come showered. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. Uh, no, that you're, that you're thinking through how your interview can stand alone and stand the test of time. And you're not going to bring me, oh, I see. Game. Okay. You're gonna bring your a game and you're going to deliver value in the moment. You're going to yes. provide ideas and starting places for people in your subtopic. So here's a way to pick your topic. I'm just going to help you guys cheat right now. Your topic needs to be big enough that you can have 50 subtopics within it and have a theme each day within that umbrella topic. So my upcoming summit is called reversing gut conditions, chronic gut conditions. That gives me a lot of room to play. Yeah. And mine, mine too. Mine's uh, midlife conversations, deep dive. So yeah. lots of different topics within that. Yes. So you know exactly who the avatar is and how they're going to feel seen and how they may not be attended to, you know, yeah. by the other people in the, in your field and your marketplace. So subtopics need to be crafted ahead of time, the best person to interview on that subtopic. And then they need to understand coming in that a summit is a partnership. So this can be a little bit of an education because some people are used to like, I have a speaker fee, right. When I go into somebody else's stage, but summits are a different model right? So summits are about partnership. They can get leads from your summit and they need to bring leads to your summit. Mm. So everybody wins if you use the format correctly. Okay. So let's go. I understand this now, but I did not understand this for years. So I want to ask some questions that I would have asked a year ago, because this is going to help some people. So the first thing that came to mind is why would I be on someone's summit if now I have to mail? So can you explain that? Yeah. So it, it's about reciprocity. So you are a promotion partner when you are a featured speaker, they're lifting you up. They're bringing in cold traffic from all kinds of complimentary lists because your subtopic within that niche is a great fit for them. So of course mm. you have the potential to get leads. I have gotten as many as 20,000 leads. As That's a amazing as a guest. Yes. And I've also gotten zero leads because I didn't do the event correctly, or I phoned it in and I forgot to, you know, do my part in terms of how am I going to give people a way to find me and reach me? So there's certainly a range of experience available here. Um, and, you know, of course you can do the registration gifts and the gifts with purchase. That's a way to give people leads who mm -hmm. are your, your speakers. And that's also a point of negotiation, right? So do you want to be a featured registration gift? Yeah. Great. Then I need it to be at a certain level. I need it to be phenomenal, specific to my event, And I need you to mail a certain number of times and bring me, you know, X amount of leads and, um, and, or you can pay for that spot as a sponsor, you know, got it. So the P if people pay for a spot as a sponsor, do they not then have to mail? Is that the way that you Actually, okay. I still have sponsors to mail, but, but I feature them more heavily, right? Feature, okay. So meaning like you'll do a couple interviews with them or how does that, how does that happen? 
So sponsors, you don't have to interview. Sometimes it's a condition of sponsorship to have their founder be interviewed. It's not a bad thing, mm-hmm. right? Um, they need to be a good fit because any sponsor, you know, you guys got to come from abundance. If you're going to commit to an event like this, you really need to only bring in sponsors that you can explicitly endorse. Yes. Feel good that about. makes sense. Okay. Okay. So then how did you actually, you, you mentioned that this is a way that you built your list. This is how you built your list out of tied social media. How does that actually work? Like, how do you actually build a list from a summit? So a summit's going to have somewhere between 35 and 50 speakers on it. And it's also going to have summit partnerships or sp- sponsorships. Mm-hmm. And you're also going to have a summit production team unless you do it in house and either one works great. Okay. But each, it, you got to do the math and say, okay, as a speaker comes in and agrees to this, there's a whole agreement um, series that you go through. How many times do they agree to promote? How big is their list? Do they agree to promote on social, et cetera? And um, then you start doing some math. So some people are good for 200 leads. Some people are good for 2000. Wow. And so you, you can even ask them, you know, in the spirit of partnership, Hey, can you check and have your affiliate manager see like how, how many leads have you been sending to your recent events with this kind of topic? We'd love to know it will help us plan. That's okay. What advice do you give to somebody that's listening? That's going, you know, I have not tried the summit model. Um, and I, I would like to bring in a new genre of list leads. I would like to do this. Um, what advice do you want to give them to start? Because obviously you've been doing this over years. I just am doing my first one right now. Um, and I did a, put a lot of work into making it different. And what do you advise people just follow a model? Do they try to put their own spin on it? What's your advice there? Oh, so good. Okay. So for one thing, I want you to shape some realistic expectations around this. This is a nine month project. And then you're going to sell a post summit offer sequence. If you do it right, the way I do it, that is, it may not be right, but I certainly make a, a significant, um, we do really well on our post summit. <laughs> it gets disgusting. They do um, more on their post summit than their, than the actual summit launch. Yes. Yes, exactly. So your summit itself will be a low ticket offer, right? And the summit itself is supposed to be just a list build, mm-hmm. right? So you're thinking about this in two chapters, a list build, and you get this fresh list of super excited people that are very aware of the problem that you solve right now that they have and they want to do something about it right now. So you're never going to get them at a warmer time, right? And they just fell in love with you because they saw you host and you got to share all these little stories and show yourself in action for three to seven days. Yeah. And um, so that is invaluable. That is priceless. They just all came in. And now you need to optimize that with the post-summit offer sequence. So don't go into a summit unless you intend to do both sides of it. The summit should stand alone as an educational experience. Most of your traffic is going to be free. You're going to get probably less than 5% conversion in terms of purchasers. Okay. That's okay. Yeah. That's the, that's the industry trend right now. Now you could be an anomaly, but I'm just going to tell you trends. Okay. And um, then you of course have the post-summit offer sequence. So you're really thinking about this in terms of a year long project. So nine months to craft the summit, build your partnerships, mm-hmm. execute, release, and then three months of a post-summit offer sequence. Where well, you're doing like some type of either masterclass or high tickets, whatever it is to get them into that next level that you're selling. Yes. And now we're at the point where we have a lot of partnerships and, you know, I'm co-hosting summits. I'm, we have three in the hopper right now. Like it's, mm-hmm. and it's all the engines are running on time, but just start with the one and make sure that you can cover yourself in terms of, because you're going to, this is going to be a lift, a longer lift than most online entrepreneurs are used to. Yes. Right. 
and that's okay. Cause it's totally worth it. Um, and remember that the strength of your relationships is going to determine the success of the event. Mm. And if you're starting with no relationships or weak relationships, you might have to accept, you know, a smaller event in the beginning to build your chops yeah. and presence. That's okay. Mm. 